Hello and welcome to the English with Colin podcast, a podcast for English language learners. My name's Colin. I'm an English teacher in Tokyo. And if you're looking to improve your English skills and gain more confidence in your ability to communicate in English, you've come to the right place. In these episodes, I'll provide you with short conversations in English that cover a range of topics, from everyday situations to more specialized subjects. These conversations are designed to help you practice your listening skills and pick up new vocabulary and grammar along the way. Regular listening practice is key to improving your English, and I hope this podcast will become a valuable resource for you on your language learning journey. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the conversation. And remember, the more you listen, the more you'll learn. Before we start, I have a small favor to ask. If you are enjoying these podcasts, please take a moment to share your favorite episode with a friend. This really helps our podcast to grow. So, in your podcast app, click share and send a short message to a friend who might find our podcast useful. Thank you so much for your help. It really means a lot to us. Now, let's get on with the conversation. This is episode 46 and The topic for today is from sushi to snow monkeys, memorable experiences in Japan. Hello, Sue. Hey. How are you? Good. How are you? Good.、Um, today, I wanted to talk about some of the experiences that we've had.、Um, so, not just places, but actual、um, experiences.、Um, and probably starting with one we had quite recently. Well, I guess autumn last year,、um, was we went to a Gasho village. We did, yes.、Um, how would you describe what that is? It's an old style village. Like houses are traditional houses,、mm-hmm. but, it, but it's、um, not just one house, it's the whole village is, is a, a, a number of houses, maybe 10 or more. Yeah. So,、um, traditional in what way? How, how would you describe what do they look like?、Um, the roof is with what is it? We in English you'd call it thatched. Yes. It's a thatched roof. So, basically, it's straw. There's、mm-hmm. like a straw roof, but really thick. Very, very thick. Very, very thick. And also, the angle of the roof is very steep. So they, they, they're quite pointy. Yes, it's a perfect triangle.、Um, and yeah, these are、um, old farmhouses, like old style farmhouses, and they're big. Some of them are really, really big.、Um, and the place that we stayed in was a place called Ainokura,、mm-hmm. which is. A, a village of these、um, gasho houses, farmhouses,、um, in a little area called Gokayama in Toyama Prefecture.、Um, and there's another place in Japan which is more famous、um, called Shirakawago,、mm-hmm. um, which is a, the better known. 
kind of farmhouse village. It's a little bit bigger as well. It's it's a lot bigger. It's much more touristy. Yes, it has more shops and there's shops and little kind of little restaurants and little places where you can buy. We mm-hmm. we actually visited Shirakawago when we were we went to Ainokura. Mm-hmm. Um, we had some incredible sushi. No, it was sushi. sushi. It was sushi, but it was it was meat sushi. Meat sushi. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's possibly a different um, podcast, but. These um, houses, or this village, this um, Ainokura village, it didn't feel as touristy. And also we were staying the night. We stayed at the village overnight. We did, yeah, in Um, one of those houses. And that meant that at five o'clock, the gates closed and all the tourists had to leave like all the you know there are a couple of little shops and restaurants in the village but everything kind of shut gates closed and it was just us we had this little village to ourselves i don't think we we didn't see many other guests no at all um so we're just walking around this place it's us and the people who live in these houses mm-hmm. um and it was like it was like living in a Ghibli animation. It was definitely, it um, was. Because you're in the middle of the mountain, everything is green. Rice fields. Rice fields, quiet. Yeah. These beautiful little houses. Um, there's nothing around, yeah. so it's quite dark. Yeah. These houses are beautiful. They like, are. They're very nicely um, put together. Um, and yeah, so we stayed there. We had... Basically, it was a a minshuku Mm -hmm. that we stayed in. So basically, it's like a bed and breakfast. In the UK, we'd call it a bed and breakfast. So we had, but we had dinner in the evening and then we had breakfast in the morning. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, we had really nice weather. Um, You did a little workshop learning how to make paper by hand. Um, So yeah, lots of little things. Um, but yeah, that was a very nice experience, a very memorable um, experience. The lady who owned the place, she was very friendly. She was. Um, and uh, then they had the um, I- Irori. Uh, yes, is it Irori? Iriori? Irori? Yeah, um, I can't which, remember. Which is like a fire inside the house. It's like a pit. Yeah, it's like a pit within the house and that's where you cook. Mm-hmm. So you might... If you go into these old houses, you might see um, like a big kettle or something hanging from a chain. Mm-hmm. And then you've got this kind of pit that is basically full of ash. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. And, and then you eat around it. Yeah, you sit around it and you eat there. Um, and so she had the fish on sticks yeah. cooking. So these kind of, I can't remember the, the type of fish. Um, they use but yeah so the fish is kind of skewered mm-hmm. onto these sticks and stuck next to the fire sticking up and it sort of co- and you eat the whole thing including the head yeah the head the tail uh, everything everything anyway so yeah that was something that um, we did quite recently that we really enjoyed um, we also stayed another same type of bed and breakfast uh, but this was in a little island uh, right. near Tokyo. Yes. So this is another Minshuku 
um, in an island called, if I can remember the name of it, it was、uh, Shikinejima,、mm-hmm. uh, was the island. And yes, that was, yeah, another little、um, Minshuku. And that, if you think about the experience,、uh, they, the food they gave us. Yes.、Uh, because this is a little island, a little fishing island. It's part of Tokyo.、Mm-hmm. It's one of the Tokyo islands, but it's hours by ferry、mm-hmm. away from、uh, Tokyo. And their whole industry is tourism and fishing. And、um, the fit, we just got so much incredible food, huge, much more than I could eat.、Mm-hmm. Um, they were really generous with their, with their portions. And we ate in the main room, it's all tatami.、Mm-hmm. So we sat on the floor, but what, they, they had this place、um, of art, but the art was. These,、um, the fish they catch, they make sort of prints out of them. Yes, that's right.、Um, so, yeah, they, I don't know how they do it if they ink the, the fish and then they put the paper over. Yes, they must do. And then they write down the weight, the size, everything.、Yeah. So it's like a, a little trophy. It is. It's, it's called. Gyotaku、mm-hmm. is what it's called, Gyotaku, which is this kind of.、Um, so, Gyo is fish, and Taku is、uh, like a stone impression. And、um, yeah, so they, they ink up the fish and then they put the paper on the fish. And the, so, it's, it's a record of the, what you've caught.、Um, and also, you can't lie. <laughs> There's a thing in, in,、uh, among fishermen that, you know. The last fish you caught is always a little bit bigger than,、uh, than it actually was when you're telling the story. Right. You know, you always, oh, it was, it was this big.、Um, here, there's no lying. It's exactly what,、uh, what you see. But the whole, all of the walls、um, were covered in these. And yeah, the dates and who caught it and all that kind of stuff.、Mm-hmm. And the detail is incredible. It really, yeah. You need to kind of Google some、um, images of this. You're, Gyotaku, G Y O T A K U.、Um, yeah.、So、And it's a nice experience because you're there with the family, really. In, in the island, there were, they had this, they have kids. I, I think both houses,、mm. they had kids and they were running around. And、uh, the family's in the kitchen.、Mm. Um, and yeah, you're just part of the household in、yeah. a way. Indeed. Um, okay, let's move on. I've got a few more things to talk about.、Uh, speaking of fish, we had sushi.、Mm. Uh, but we had sushi at the Tsukiji market, which is the huge fish market、um, in Tokyo. And the thing to do is to go early in the morning and get the freshest fish,、um, basically, the freshest fish you can get in. In Japan, just the, the fish coming through this market early in the morning. And we would be there maybe 5 5 yeah、um, Queue up for about an hour、mm-hmm. in a very, very tight little queue.、Um, and the place that we, we used to go to was the Daiwa.、Mm-hmm. That was the one we went to, Daiwa Sushi. 
and it's actually there's two sides to it so as you're queuing you you get filtered into either the left side or the right side um and we were very lucky we went to the the left side which is kind of where the we think he's the boss this old guy who's clearly been doing this for a long long time um and he was he was serving us and uh but it's a very very famous place as well so mm. Famous people have been there. Yeah, David Beckham. And he has the picture with that sushi chef. Yeah, no, I'm sure he has a a, a reputation. Um, but yeah, that was... Um, we went there a few times. And it sounds strange to go uh, to have sushi for breakfast, but it is delicious. Yeah. Like, it's not strange. Yeah. It's so fresh that it just yeah it melts in your mouth the other thing is you've been awake for quite a while to get that, there that point and you haven't had any breakfast absolutely yeah you know you don't have breakfast and then go and have sushi you I, you you go you arrive on an empty stomach i think i went i kind of remember i went with a friend took a friend there she wanted to go and while we were queuing she was like is there any beers like this is six, five six in the morning and she Found some and yeah, we. <laughs> you were standing in the queue, having, having a, beer. a beer, waiting for your sushi breakfast. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, but that you'll see a lot of people having a beer with their sushi. He offers. He offers he you your beer. Beer. Six in the morning. Beer. Sure. Yeah. 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 We will have a beer. Yeah. A very strange. But yeah, and a, a really nice um, experience. Um, what else can we go with? Um, well. Snow monkeys. Yeah. This is your first visit to Japan. You came to visit me. Mm -hmm. And I lived in Niigata at the time. And you came in December. And about one hour away from where I lived in Niigata, there is the snow monkeys. Jikokudani, I think it's called, which is like the Hell's Valley, mm -hmm. um, which basically refers to the the geothermal springs, you know, there's lots of hot water uh, in this area. And one of the things that the area is famous for is these Japanese macaque monkeys that started, I think it was only about 30 years ago, 40 years ago, maybe, they actually started using these hot spring pools so there's lots of snow in that region and usually the monkeys can't really survive in that location. It's too snowy for too long and it's very tough for them to get food. But because they were able to use these hot spring pools, they were able to live that far north uh, throughout the winter. Um, so yeah, we call them the, the snow monkeys. and. When you came to visit, we drove out and there's two parking areas to get there. One is quite close and the other one is quite far away. The one that was close was closed because of the snow. Mm -hmm. It was too much snow so that the closer car park was closed. So we had to park at the other one, which meant that we had to hike through the forest. Through the snow. Through the snow, through the forest. It was like Narnia. It, it was, was fresh. full on like Narnia yeah. style walking through the forest. Um, 
and then we yeah we we get to the monkeys and yeah there's full-on um snow monkeys and because it's cold all of the monkeys are down in the pool i guess in warmer times of year they can go to other places but um we were down we were there in in the winter um and yeah just to be that close to wild monkeys you know these are monkeys that can just they're not in cages they're not held in they're they're there because they want to be there mm -hmm. but you know they live up in in the in the forests so yeah Yes, you have to keep your distance. You do. You, you can't. You can't touch them. Absolutely not. You don't want to get between. You know, a mother and a a baby, mm -hmm. or you know. And you need to keep an eye on the alpha, like the top male. It's they will tell you like that's the alpha, mm -hmm. like he's the top, and you'll you you'll see, because he'll be sitting very still, usually in quite a high position not moving very much and everyone else is kind of walking around but keeping an eye on him right you know it's it's very interesting seeing the the behavior because yeah they're wild they're a wild animal um okay right i think another thing we can talk about is an experience we had in asakusa now asakusa is a very traditional part of Tokyo. Mm -hmm. A lot of Tokyo is very, very modern. Um, Shinjuku, Shibuya, you know, these kind of areas. Harajuku, yeah. Um, Asakusa is a very traditional area. So you have a lot of art. Mm -hmm. um, there's a very famous um, temple there. Um, and one of the things we did in Asakusa is we did some woodblock printing. Mm -hmm. Um, so if you know Hokusai, um, the he's, big wave, the, yeah, the great the great wave of Kanagawa mm -hmm. is the the famous kind of Japanese woodblock print with the the wave crashing over the the ships, and I think you got Fuji in the distance. Mm -hmm. um, so that's woodblock printing, and there's a place in Asakusa, and uh, it's called the Mokuhankan, and it's run by an American guy called David Bull. Mm -hmm. And he's been in Japan for many, many decades. Uh, and he is one of the masters of woodblock printing, uh, particularly the carving mm -hmm. element of it. And uh, he has this Mokuhankan studio mm -hmm. where you can go and you can see you know the the, the whole process you could, not only can you buy the woodblock prints but you can actually see the the carving process and you can actually um, do some printing yourself that's what we did we booked a day um, and yeah we went there and, and and made some prints yeah and he teaches you he's very kind yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, going through the whole process and all the materials, which are very traditional as well. The materials, the, the tools all the used. Tools. Um, and yeah, and you understand like, okay, you've got the, the first one is basically the kind of basic outline. And then you've got another block, mm -hmm. which has, you know, certain background colors. And then you just build up. I think maybe you had 
five or six or seven different blocks that you need to use. And you see how these very complex pieces of art can be created using this, this process. Um, so that was really interesting. And I've seen David, um, I saw a documentary where he kind of talked about his, his process. And I think he was working on a, I think he was working with another artist creating a series. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, David Bull, have a look on, on YouTube. He does a lot of um, stuff on YouTube. You can see exactly how good he is at what he does. And also the, the Mokuhankan, I think, is a very interesting place to visit. Yeah, because he has traditional but also modern. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, he'll have um, like video game or manga uh-huh. style woodblock prints. Incredible. Which, you know, it makes sense that, okay, that those are very Japanese things, but you wouldn't see, typically, you would not see woodblock prints of manga mm-hmm. style characters because um, it would normally be very traditional um, images that are done in, in woodblock print. So, yeah, so those are some experiences we've had. We, we've been here for many, many years. We could talk for hours um, and I'm sure we'll, we'll come back to this topic in a later episode. And that's a wrap for today's episode of the English with Colin podcast. I hope you enjoyed listening to the conversation and found it helpful in your language learning journey. Remember, the key to mastering a language is regular practice. So make sure you listen to our podcast regularly and keep honing your listening skills. We appreciate your support and feedback. So if you have any comments, questions or suggestions for future topics, please don't hesitate to get in touch with us. You can find our contact information in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And I look forward to joining you again next time for another conversation in English. Until then, keep practicing and take care.